Today I will be offering a reflection from Matthew chapter 4, beginning uh, with verses 18 through 25, which is the story of Jesus calling disciples. In the opening of the passage, we find Jesus walking along the Sea of Galilee. Be reminded that God has entered into our struggle in the person of Jesus. And now he was walking with his feet in the sand along the water's edge. This was a place where people gathered and spent much of the time at this location trying to earn enough by fishing for their daily sustainability. Jesus comes upon two two men who were actively engaged in their vocation. The Bible says they were casting a net into the lake. I can imagine Jesus seeing them. I can imagine that he watched them as they skillfully hurled the net into the water. It is a joy to watch somebody doing something with excellence, with great skill and passion. Have you ever seen the beauty of a fly fisherman who cast his fishing rod with graceful movements and precision, it's almost like a dance. The fly fisherman has also studied the area and he knows why he has chosen a particular spot. It's a mixture of art and science. As he stands in the knee-high waters, he casts his rod with intentionality and purpose. Jesus watched all of this. He watched them and saw them displaying these great skills and, and passion, and it prompted him to call them to journey with him. He said, come, follow me. He extends an invitation for them to partner with him along his journey. With Jesus, they will develop a new set of skills and desires. Jesus was going to prepare them for discipleship for ministry and living out their faith in accordance with the will of God. In that moment, they, they dropped their nets and they followed him. They gave up everything, including their way of earning a living. They left family members behind, all to follow Christ. Now, I'm not asking or recommending that you quit your job or leave your family. But one day, as you grow into a mature disciple, the Lord may lead you to make changes in your life. This journey may require sacrificial giving of yourself. It will require. You may grow to value doing the things of God over the things commonly valued by people. Doing the will of God may become more important than falling captive to modern day consumerism and the quest for achieving wealth and power. But these two disciples, they left their nets to follow Jesus. And as they continue the journey, Jesus comes upon two more brothers. And these two were in a boat. They were standing in the vehicle, the vessel that they functioned from in order to make a living. They were preparing, preparing their nets for their daily work. Jesus saw them intentionally making preparations and in my imagination, I can see them sewing the nets and sealing the boat. Jesus watched their precision, and he may have thought about his preparing them for a greater service. 
He called them without them knowing him. Yes, it is surprising that they accepted the invitation and they left the vessel of their vocation and their own father behind and they followed Jesus. Amazingly, this portion of scripture is immediately followed by the account of Jesus continuing to travel throughout Galilee with his disciples. And as the journey continues, the Bible explains Jesus's ministry and his preparing of his disciples. They watched him and listened to him as he taught in the synagogue and proclaimed the good news of the kingdom. He also healed every disease and sickness among the people. Teaching, proclaiming, and healing was at the core of his ministry. He taught from scripture with relevance for the day. He proclaimed the good news of God's kingdom with relevance for the day. He proclaimed God's desire for the world, which stood in stark opposition to the way things were for those who lived under the oppressive rule of government. The people were living through poverty, sickness, and disease. They had short lifespans and there was widespread hunger. But the healing ministry of Jesus brought comfort and restoration to those who fell victim to extreme poverty and suffering. The Bible describes the illnesses as various diseases. The narrative describes people suffering with severe pain. It describes people as being demon-possessed. It describes people having seizures and being paralyzed. So I think it's fair to say that the conditions that the people suffered under gave rise to these ailments. Their suffering was the manifestation of an underlying social problem and an underlying spiritual problem. That problem was government estranged from God. That problem was people suffering and their lives overwhelmed by sin, imposed upon them and working against them. But Jesus comes as the great liberator and through his acts of healing and ministry, people followed him. The Bible says large crowds followed him. But we know that not everyone who followed Jesus had a desire to be a disciple. Some followed him to receive healing, some to receive food, and some to receive comfort in their suffering. Some followed out of curiosity with the hopeful expectation of change for a better tomorrow. And we also today can be followers of Jesus. We can live our lives in accordance with the will of God, and we can also hope for a brighter tomorrow because of what we do today. Christ summons us. He summons the best from us, calling us to our greatest service and, and generosity. And while we avoid, avoid perfectionism and workaholism, we strive for excellence in our laboring. For in the kingdom of God, mediocrity has no place. It has no place in the disciples' response because the stakes are too high. And God is just too good to deserve a meager response from us. So God bless you, and I'll see you next time.